0: Creativity, ideas, and passion. Welcome to the Girls Invent podcast. In this series, we talk to amazing women who, when challenged, have successfully reinvented themselves to take on what life throws at them and build truly authentic lives. At Girls Invent, we also run an inventing and business development program that enables girls to create unique product ideas and turn these into successful
1: businesses. Here is your host, Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Girls Invent Podcast. I'm Jill Absalom, and I'll be your host. I'm excited today to interview Judette Gyro, who is the co-founder and entrepreneurial lead of The Blue Box, which uses artificial intelligence to detect breast cancer at home using just a urine sample. Welcome, Judith. Um, Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to chat with you. (laughs) <laughs> Me too. I'd love to start off with your early life. What interested you earlier on? Well, uh, I remember when I was younger in high school
0: and we were studying biology. I always thought that biology was amazing. I, had, I always had this fascination for the human body. But I thought, okay, maybe if I study medicine, I will miss maths too much. So mm. I didn't know exactly which which degree or which, uh, like what to study in university. Yeah. Until I discovered they, that, that there was something called biomedical engineering, which mm. was not so popular in Spain, maybe, but looked so, so interesting. So I applied and I did it.
1: Oh, at what age did you discover biomedical engineering?
0: Oh, maybe I was um, I feel like 16 or so. Mm. My dad took me to a kind of a career fair mm. and I talked to some universities and yeah, I discovered that.
1: Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and that combines both of your loves together.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I really like how like biomedical engineering, it's a new way to understand biology. is basically, I would say, being like a translator from mm. biology into maths trying to create mathematical models to understand biology from a different perspective, from new points of view, so that we can really understand what's going on in the human body, in
1: nature, in biology, everywhere. Wow, that sounds so interesting. And it's, <laughs> it's so lovely hearing how passionate you are about it as well. <laughs> Thanks. Do you feel like that's a passion that's kind of just grown and grown over the years? I hope yes. I mean, I think yes, right? If- if you like something the more the more you
0: discover about it the more you're going to like it.
1: Mm. And what kind of study have you done for that? I mean you mean related to the blue box or do you mean Oh, either. You know what is the what study have you done so far to get to this point in your journey?
0: So yeah, like when I started uh, studying biomedical engineering at the University mm. of Barcelona, mm. I I didn't know yet what my career would be like in the future because there are so many different applications. Mm. You can build uh, machines for the OR. You can maybe do research on drugs. You can maybe create artificial organs. You can do so many things, and they're also incredibly fascinating. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes. I meet my friend from my early years um, in, in my career, and they tell me about their jobs, and I just love them, every single one of them. But in the end, what I discovered that was really, really my passion was to use electronics in the in the medical field. Like ultimately, what 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 I really love to do is to um, learn from biology, observe from biology, and then try to use. Our tools, our human tools like electronics or uh, like computer systems to try to help or replicate or uh, put, empower or potentiate uh, the human body. Mm. So, yeah, this is kind of what led me to start working with the blue box.
1: Wow. Was there anyone who, um, like key life people that kind of inspired you to get into electronics and then follow that through or um, a mentor or anyone like that? Well, there have been so many special people in the way, Mm. like
0: everyone who has believed in this idea or Mm. everyone who... Everyone who opened a door that I knocked, because I have knocked many, many doors, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like all these people, they have been more helpful than what they probably think they have been. Mm-hmm. So- um, like for for example, um, all this idea, it happened, um, like one day I went to a conference in, in my university, mm. it was a research group. They were, they were explaining that they had a dog that they had trained mm. and this dog was able to smell breast. Uh, no, no, this dog was able to smell lung cancer. Wow. I mean, that just fascinated <laughs> me. And I thought, yeah. okay, I want to learn more about that. So um, I was lucky enough to study in the university full of professors that just love their jobs, that just, just get excited with every student that also get excited. Yeah. So I eventually found a mentor that they wanted to, yes, yeah, support me in that. And I did the bachelor thesis with him. Mm. Yeah, he was Tony.
1: <laughs> yeah. And professor just, he was like, yeah, like a key part of this whole journey. Mm. That's so amazing. And I suppose, you know, when you're around so many people that are passionate about what you're passionate about, it's pretty contagious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'd love to talk about the road to sort of get to this point that you are now. I'd imagine there would have been or there may have been some key setbacks in this journey. Would you like to talk about any of them?
0: Yes. Well, it has been quite a journey, so feels like... Um, so many things have happened in not that much big amount of time Mm. so uh, mm, and yeah I mean there are moments in which you really enjoy what you're doing and there are moments in which you also enjoy but you also have fear because Mm. if you care so much about something Mm. then fear of not being able to achieve it it's higher but (laughs) again as (laughs) there is one football coach here in Barcelona saying that if you have, if you're in front of a challenge that does not make you tremble a little bit, if that, if this challenge does not make you a little bit scared, it's gonna, it's not gonna get the most out of you. So I think it has to be this way, right? <laughs> and I think we all feel this way in some aspect of our, our lives, and that just means we are alive and living. So
1: yeah, it, th- there were many parts of this journey. Um, was there anything that stands out to you as being? maybe that kind of point where you weren't sure like what was going to happen next or?
0: Not that much because um, in a lot of points, I was not sure what was happening next, but that was not a bad thing because
1: Mm.
0: um, I think that until now, now we have a company, now it's getting serious, but everything that led to that, it was not me visualizing the full picture Mm. but so I mean it was like a like a series of decisions that were made Mm. and every decision led to the next one but um, it was not like deciding things with this end picture like in my my mind it was just Mm. deciding things that made me happy like it was just doing what I was passionate about and mm. eventually it led to a, a prototype of the blue box working quite good, mm. um, a lot of contacts and a network that uh, in, enabled me to f- build company together with my co-founder, Billy, mm. and suddenly, yeah, Billy and I were found like, okay, um, now feels it feels right. I mean, yeah. every decision was made when it felt
1: right. It sounds like there was a lot of trust in the process.
0: There was a lot of uh, trusting our instincts and, more importantly, listening a lot, (laughs) listening a lot to every every mentor that we had, Mm. and especially, especially, you know, when you get asked those questions that are uncomfortable because you don't know exactly how to reply. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) We put a lot of effort in trying to get asked these questions. These questions that. (laughs) put you in evidence because those are the questions that make you grow those are the questions that make you rethink and change your strategy and we Mm. have to change our strategy so many times Mm. things that we thought would happen fast were so difficult and slow and everything that we thought we didn't know how exactly to do that we just did it in the end because we find the right partner so Mm. like everything in life I mean, listen a lot and find good people, putting good people close to you.
1: I have a um, a friend who says that, you know, her journey, she likes to, it's kind of like a long journey where there's lots of mountains, but she can't see any more of the mountains than the one that's in front of her at the time. So she just focuses on climbing that one and then getting to the top of it and then seeing what the next part is and then try and figure out the next path. And that kind of, I think it sounds a bit like... Well, I love I this. this. <laughs> oh god. I, I love this mindset. I
0: really love it. And mm-hmm. I think that we humans we have an enormous capability of readapt ourselves of reshape and rethink and adapt to everything that comes in front of us. So If you, like this applies to everyone in the world. If Mm. you would see through a window, you yourself in five years from now, you would probably be surprised. Wow, (laughs) I'm able to do that. I mean, you probably learn a lot in five years, right? So Mm. if someone told you now what you will have to be facing in five years from now, you would Mm. feel scared. So it's better, okay, do what you have to do now because this way you will enjoy it. And you will really, really, I mean... And in five years from now, you'll be facing whatever you need to face in the, in the future.
1: Mm. And with like probably new tools and, and everything else that comes along with growth exactly. and learning. Exactly. I kind of feel that's like um kind of when you're in prep, for example, or like like really young and you look at, you know, five years ahead from you, their schoolwork and you're like, oh, this just looks so yeah. difficult. I don't know how to <clears> do this. And then, but by the time you get there, it's, it's easy because you you know how to do it, it you've had all that experience <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly it's same feeling <laughs> well with your current work in Korea, what does a regular day look like for you
0: well <laughs> so different one f- from one another mm-hmm. um, so it depends a, a, a huge part of my day is talking to people mm-hmm. um, I would say maybe every week, like two days or meetings and meetings and meetings, like meeting with yeah. people. Some of them are advisors. Some of them, some of them are teammates. We have many um, students that are doing their bachelor's thesis with us. We have yeah. biomedical engineers from the university of California, Irvine, because I'm working there. Yeah. We have medical students from university here next to Barcelona. We have an artificial intelligence student also from Holland. We have a, uh, many people collaborating with us so that means all that communication and also putting their ideas in contraposition because they have very different backgrounds and Mm. that's the valuable part but different
1: mindsets together. What does it feel like working with so many people? Well it's it's amazing (laughs) I love working with people and
0: yeah, we are just so different from one another, no? And it's hmm. so good to observe people observe every person. Like, how does this person work? What can this person um achieve and how to potentiate the most out, out of everyone? I like this part of my job, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like a huge part of my day also is the like the development because um it's not only Managing a company, like um, I'm working at the University of California, like at DCI. I'm a mm-hmm. junior specialist, and we are working on the optimization of the blue box. So um, I have a mentor, which is this amazing, wonderful professor, this Fadi Kurdahi. And Mm. his meeting (laughs) and together we are working on on that on optimizing the artificial intelligence inside the blue box so that we can get better results in the future so that's Mm. a huge part of my day also
1: yeah and is a lot of these um meetings given the current times are they online or yes yeah yeah now it's
0: that's everything online i mean i think Almost everyone is working from home now, I, I, I mm. suppose. But I have to say, I'm, sur- I'm surprised because mm, working from home, everyone thought that we would lose this kind of uh, human touch. But yeah. I feel like I talk to more people now that everything is online. I talk oh, to wow. so many countries. Like I'm talking <laughs> to you right now.
1: <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Internationally and everything. It's great. Exactly. Mm.
0: The only thing we have to fix is time zones. Oh, yes. I hope someone invents a way that all the world is at the same time, at the same time. But
1: other than that... That would it's be like... so good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, because right now it's your morning and it's my night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm having my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, Judith, from all that you've learned over your life so far, what would you tell your younger self if you had a chance?
0: That... Every challenge that is put in front of you Mm. is there so that you can enjoy it. It's it's not there to make you feel afraid. It's not there to prove you right or wrong. Mm. The only thing that is going to define how valuable you are is Mm. how much you care about yourself and others, not how good you do in life. So do things because you want to enjoy them. Don't do things because because you must.
1: Mm. Have you You always felt like that about challenges? Has it always been something like for you or has it been a point where it sort of like changed for you along the years?
0: Mm, That is a learning. It's not I have not always felt like this. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, for a long part of my life, I always felt like – or maybe let's say like in the past, I used Mm. to – focus a lot in how good I did in, in university, for example. So yeah. if I did an exam and I got an eight out of 10, mm-hmm. okay, next time I was like, uh, my expectations were, okay, if I I got an eight last time, now it has to be a nine. Like mm-hmm. I always had to be better than, than myself last month. So like always, always getting better because yeah. I thought that that would define my success. And that would define how happy I would be in my life. And then yeah. la- later on I, I learned, okay, no, that's, <laughs> that's not like, would what defines like the thing that defines how happy you will be in your life is mm. whether you enjoy doing these challenges or not. Mm. Like being happy has nothing to do on, you know what I mean? Like no, um, just a mark
1: is not defining your happiness. Exactly. Like if yes. you want to,
0: if you want to train to do a marathon, it like the important thing is not how much you sweat running, running, no, no, no. It's like yes. how how you put this running into good practice. Mm. Like if you spend hours and hours in the library, the important thing is that you are doing the right exercises and that you are enjoying them and that you are really understanding why this why you're, you're solving up these exercises. It's not yes. important to spend just a lot of hours. It's yeah, it's it's good to. Yeah, the good, not, effort.
1: good effort. Yeah, hmm. and not just the end result at the end of the day, like you could run that marathon and get first place, but if it doesn't really mean anything to you, then it it's, you know, may as well have not run that marathon. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. But hmm. it sounds like you've really found your purpose, like what you really want to do and it really comes across talking to you that that you're very passionate about what you do and and very happy with what you do. Well, (laughs) yeah, like this blue box project, it it does make me happy.
0: Yes. (laughs) Because it's something that, um, I mean, I I enjoy doing it. I, I honestly, I enjoy like coding the blue box and I enjoy like putting things together and finding maybe new sensors or thinking Mm. how we can improve it. And, but I also enjoy the fact that it is a shared passion among so many people because um, since we announced this project a little bit more in Instagram and Mm. we also won the James Dyson Award so that gave us kind of a lot of visibility Mm. and since then we are receiving in our Instagram a lot of messages of People saying hey I had breast cancer once I might have it again sometime in my life so thank you for doing it <laughs> or my mom had cancer I'm afraid I, I might have it too um thank you for doing it and it was like wow there are so many people pushing <laughs> you know it's like yeah. a
1: collective a worldwide effort and that's just wonderful well it sounds like the blue box gives um people a lot of hope yeah, maybe that's the word. Maybe maybe that's the vibe I feel in this
0: virtual community that mm. has has appeared. Yes.
1: Do you have anything that you would like to say to girls who are listening to encourage them to follow their passions and build an amazing life no matter what gets thrown their way? Yeah, um I would say that I would say that
0: we are doing great. Mm. Um I would say that we like women in the world mm. we are managing to stop listening to what the world expects from us and start mm. listening to whatever we feel like we want to do and this is just wonderful yeah I think that the upcoming generations are fire oh <laughs> they definitely. are gonna burn every <laughs> pre-established role they are gonna burn every concept that exists and they're going to define Mm. what they want to be Mm. they're not gonna listen to imposed or you know they are Mm. gonna do what what they want and like every single human should live that way no matter your sex or your gender or your role so definitely
1: i'm very optimistic i feel like there is that power that seems to be just moving um, amongst the generations and just Getting stronger and stronger. Just like you said. Yeah. (laughs) Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add today, Judith? Is there a quote that you like to live your life by or something that really stands Uh, out for you? Yeah. Yeah, I could say something like something that I always
0: say with the blue box and maybe I like, like, kind of like the concept of the blue box, maybe? Yeah. I believe that, like, one of the things that Uh, I enjoy the most uh, out of this project is that Mm. sometimes we engineers, so sometimes we try to use technology to get further than nature, to to surpass the limits of nature, to change everything. And sometimes we forget that Mm. nature, that nature already has these solutions for these problems that have always been there. So one of the most beautiful and (laughs) meaningful messages that I have learned during my career, I think, is that um, in order to create great design, in order to achieve high technology, Mm. the best thing we can do is to observe nature, learn from nature, and try to replicate it, imitate it using Mm. our electronics. And
1: this is the the way to achieve it. And this is the way that we can have fun (laughs) doing it. That's so true. Like we are so connected with nature and the more that we realize that. (laughs) The more grounded and and everything else that we become. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love that, Judith. And thank you so much for joining us today and coming on the Girls Invent podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you and getting to know a bit more about part of your journey so far.
0: No, the pleasure was mine. It was great to have this virtual coffee with you and chat a little bit. (laughs) Thanks so much for your time, Judith. No problem. Thank you for listening to the Girls Invent podcast. Please share if you would like to inspire young women to believe in themselves and go after their hopes and dreams.